Hey everyone. Um, I guess I wanted to start with something that has playing has been playing on my mind a little bit. Um, have you ever worked in an environment? I'm going to talk about work um, specifically because it's something that comes up quite frequently. And when I talk to some people about it, they just say, "It's just a job. You're not supposed to be happy." <laughs> I'll give you a bit of context to what I mean. Um, so a company I work for or have worked for, I'm not going to say if it's present or past. Um, actually, let me rewind. When, what do you like when you work? Are you invested? Do you just see it as a job? Are you someone that wants to contribute and operate kind of on a very personal level or are you very professional and try and keep your personal um, interests um, apart, you know, sort of at a distance. I'm someone that very much always gets emotionally invested where I work, always. And for the life of me, it causes so many problems for myself I, if I believe, I think I'm pretty good at wanting work-life balance to be an important part of my um, life, um, but also that that of others as well. In addition, I, if I see a business suffering by talking to the people that work there, and listening to their gripes, their concerns. I want to be someone that can assist, that can help, not just make their life easier, especially if it's warranted. Um, and ultimately, for the benefit of others and myself, I have worked in a industry where... I do put myself at the forefront. I do care a lot, not just about my position, but also the position that I, I give that I kind of my expectation and my accountability in my role. And it's always been a, it's always been something that has been a bit of a poison chalice because for the most part, people don't care that you're emotionally invested. Very few companies, I would say, care. And they do say that, there's a saying, don't, yourself, don't set yourself on fire. Don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm. It's pretty important. Um, sort of metaphorical reminder to prioritize our self-care. Um, and not sacrifice our well-being for the benefit of others. And I do that. I do that all the time. It's just part of who I am. And I would always sort of go, ah, oh, you know, I shouldn't do that because people take advantage of you. But at the same time, it's just part of who I am. And I also would add that it's, from a work perspective, it's the difference of, recognizing between leadership and management 
um, or managers. You know, there are people that manage people. Or I should say there are those that manage people and those that are leaders. So they aspire, they inspire. They provide strength as much as nurture. Whereas managers are just very... They stick to the specifications. This is the spec. This is what you do. Just go and do it. Why can't you do that? Whereas a leader will see your specifications, but can also see, but also are problem solvers. And they're not just problem solvers with the specifications at hand. They're also problem solvers with people. And because of that fact, they can see the tolerances not just from a people's perspective, but also the um, the task, the task that needs to be done. And I think that's really important because we have so many managers in the workplace at the moment and so few leaders that everyone sort of suffers. And I think it's really sad, especially for um, our mental health and our mental being and our thought processes. Um, I think it's especially hard when we're balancing work life especially if you have children um as i've always already touched on the past um i have um a daughter and currently my situation is very daughter friendly family friendly i do have some flexibility in being able to provide um time and support with her which i love and we have a we have a beautiful bond um but on the on the other side, there's a part of me that is so undervalued and uninspired from a work perspective that it really deteriorates my investment when it comes to working because of the environment, the culture um, that I work for. And I think that's, you know, I people would just say, you know, put up and shut up and just do it. You know, I think the three most important things that we look for are roof over our head, food to be fed and companionship, right? Those are kind of three most important things. But when it comes to kind of just working and I like working, I don't actually like taking holidays. That's pretty sad, right? But I enjoy keeping my busy, keeping myself busy and I, whether it's the mindset that should be, is welcome in, in the work environment, especially in a very male dominated industry in construction where I work, but, you know, it's, it's important not to compromise, compromise your own health or happiness for the sake of helping others within within the business and i'd be interested to hear your side of things as well how you find the workplace the work-life balance because everything just seems bloody expensive at the moment um if you rent mortgage bills food um you know just to have just to be able to kind of pull yourself from from work is tricky at the best of times and yeah, which way, which direction would you go in? If you felt that work wasn't a wasn't giving you something, would you leave? Would you choose, or would you just suck it up and get on with it? Um, 
I think these days more people are not willing to just deal with the crap that they get at work or from people and they want to feel empowered when they work somewhere. I think it's really important to to find some connection because we always try and find connection in others, in people, in community, in each other, in ourselves. But it's also important to find that in the workplace, especially when we spend so much time working. Some people spend heaps amount of time working and I bet they get, you know, there's a lot of undervalued individuals that get peanuts um, and do crazy hours. And you you realize when you're doing that and you're in a kind of a management structure, not a leadership structure, because leaders would see your potential and embrace it and nurture the best part of who you are. Whereas a manager just sees you as a, you know, uh, a number. And it's, um, I always think the businesses thrive far better when you have leaders at the sort of leading the charge. You always hear about it. And then you go and work for a company and they don't have it. Yeah, I, I really struggle with it. I really struggle. And it's really frustrating because I'm pretty good at being adaptable and just moving from one job to a job if I have to. I get bored quite easily, so I would stick with a job for a sort of three to five years and then leave, um, especially if it can't offer me anything interesting. Um, anything new, I should I would say. Um, my life has been very much one of change and adaptability and evolution from within myself. And it, it's funny because in the past, I remember in my late teens and my early twenties, um, hearing how it was always important to just have that one job, you know, from generations past, the, the man used to, you know, have that one job, go do it, retire 40, 50 years later. And that was it. Whereas these days we're not so much, um, willing to do that. You know, we want, we want that growth mindset and a growth mindset from a sort of a spirituality um or a emotionally intelligent perspective is one that can really change not just who you are but also the environment that you work in especially if you are a manager and you bring something to the table um you could really you know and you have a a director or a owner of a company especially if it's small i think sometimes you have more of a chance to change a culture when you are a smaller company because larger companies obviously have um <laughs> it's a lot the, the structure is far different um and larger so you are just a little cog in a big machine but even even with small companies especially family companies they can get a little bit stuck in their ways especially when the whole family works for the company i've worked with some family companies for the last six seven years and it's interesting to see the different dynamics. Um, you know, great individuals, great people personally, but when it comes to professionalism and accountability and competitiveness and seeing how others in your field operate or feeling or hearing and not even coming to the table with something more... Um, 
something sort of more advanced or more um, beneficial, not just to the people that work there, but also to the product or to the um, the market. You just get left in the wake of these other competitors, and it's and it's super sad. Like I, I've certainly seen, and and I get very disheartened because. I always come in and I want to change and I hear it and I talk, I'd really try to talk to everyone, especially when I'm in a senior manager level or come in and I want to sit down. I want to understand how's, how are things been going? What have you been, what is working? What's not working? Um, are you being heard? Are you being seen? Are you being valued? And um, it's sad when a lot of people say, you know, they complain on a daily basis um, because you know the person at the top puts you know sticks their head in the sand, and that's really sad. Um, it's really sad to sort of hear because there are some really great people out there that aren't getting the full benefit and, and don't understand how companies could really improve, can really change just by listening, communicating, talking. Um, but you know, I think whatever you're doing if you're not happy you know people will always say excuse me people always say the grass isn't always greener and they would sort of usually that's usually sort of sits within the realm of relationships but i think even relationships or the workplace if the grass isn't greener where you are well well if you're miserable you need to move on and um find something that's more suitable find something that really resonates really resonates with your self and even if you have to i never think of moving on to another job as a step backwards it's always a step sideways because you're learning you can't unlearn right so you can't go back in time and kind of forget what you've already learned so everything is a side step forward side step forward um and uh, i think for the next journey or certainly for the next few stages of my life um I'm considering sort of take sort of taking off the senior management hat and just working in kind of more of a lower level. Um, because I think I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm tired of trying to improve a service, trying to improve companies that really that know that they're struggling. You know, when there are redundancies, people are complaining, culture's crap, everyone complains, people always say hasn't things haven't changed for years. There's a lot of negativity and it's incredibly difficult to sort of sit amongst that. When I'm quite a I'm I'm a very positive person. I want to empower those I work with. I want their lives to be better because by default, if that works for them, it works for me. I get a kick out of it. Um but yeah, I just think if you're in a similar position, don't feel that you should stay. Ch- you know, change. Change is good. Change provides opportunity. One thing that change we do hate is the fear of it, the fear of change. And we're very much controlled by those emotions of um, uncertainty. You know, if we're uncertain, how are you going to pay bills and all that kind of stuff? Well, if your, if your job's not working out, find another job then leave it was always better to i think they say it's always better to go from one job to another go yeah 
rather than have a bit of time off. That's clearly obvious, but, <laughs> um, you know, if you have the, the capacity to just take some time off to do you, to be with yourself, to be in your thoughts, that's the way, that's the way forward. That's what you're going to do. You're going to do what you have to do, what is right for you. And you will see so much improvement. Never be afraid to change. Never have fear to do what's right for the benefit of yourself and your family, ultimately. I know it's easy for me to say, but if you have the capacity to do that, all you can do is just start looking. Give yourself a chance. That's what I would say. Be the very best. Write your own story. You should, you should put that on a post-it note above your desk. Write your own story. Anyway, guys, um, I was going to talk about something completely different, but that just sort of kept things moving. Um, I might... Let me know if you are happy for, to hear from me every once a week or you're a bit, you know, you are keener to hear something else. I can... Um, I'm trying to get a bit of a flow. It's obviously an ever-evolving process, so I do apologize, but I gratefully, gratefully thank you for listening to my waffles and my dulcet tones. And I wish you a great night. It's Sunday night in Sydney, 6.06, on Sunday, the 18th of February, 2024. I'm James. This is Reflections from Within. And have a great night. Take care and be good.